Okay, Caitlin, today the topic is going to be electric vehicles. Awesome. Basically, whether or not they are actually green. Everyone thinks, you know, electric vehicles, uh, everyone switch to those and the planet will be saved. But it's not really uh, that simple. Yeah, I've been thinking about this too because obviously, you know, nothing comes for free and the electric vehicles need to be charged somehow with mm-hmm. something. So, yeah. Yeah. People who are misinformed are maybe thinking that, you know, electric vehicles, you just charge them, it's electricity, it's no big deal. Electricity comes from solar and wind, totally bueno, Um, completely false. Yeah. Interesting. Actually, where we live, the sunniest city in Canada um, and the biggest city in Alberta is contributing less than 0.1% solar energy to like the overall Alberta grid. So just in terms of solar, nada, nothing. Yeah. No solar. No solar at all. No solar. Crazy. Yeah. I'll touch on that a bit later maybe. But to stick to actual electric vehicles here, um, specifically in the Paris Agreement of 2015, the U.S. made a commitment uh, to make 90% of all vehicles on the road electric by 2050. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. We're, we're really nowhere near that. Right now, two out of 100 cars sold in the country are electric vehicles. Wow. Uh, that's it. So it's like... They are a long way to go to get to 90%. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, people are excited about them. Everyone's super hyped on Tesla, but uh, it's not actually really like happening, you know. Yeah, regularly or. Yeah, most people don't want to. Most people don't want to be like the first to do something. Like, when you see your friends and family adopt electric vehicles and rave about them, then it'll be easy for people to switch over. But we're definitely not at that at that Mm. stage yet. Um, And then globally. In the Paris Agreement, they stated that 100 million electric vehicles would need to be added to our roads by 2030 um, to do that. That's a 50-fold increase. And, like, I mean, it's coming right on up, that 2030 deadline. So is your prediction that that ain't going to happen at, by 2030? Yeah, my prediction is that will not <laughs> that, happen. that was a little bit too ambitious. <laughs> well, that's fine. Got to set goals. <laughs> you do have to set goals. Um, but again, like, I mean, there is problems with electric vehicles. Like, we'll, we'll get into it. I, I basically just wanted to determine, you know, the people who are saying they're green, they're going to save the world. Is that true? Are they, are, are electric vehicles even green? Like, you know, the, the total, if you're looking at everything, the manufacturing, the lifespan, yeah. all of that. Um the short answer is like, yes, marginally, mm. just a tiny sliver more clean. But I actually looked at some cold, hard numbers so we can we can really flesh that out. All right. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. But to just kind of jump um, into what we're looking at, like what's on the market right now, essentially electric vehicles had their best year ever in 2020. Like sales jumped 40%. You know, they sold 3 million. The year before was only 2 million. Tesla specifically, their shares jumped 700%. They had record-breaking production numbers, so they did really well, Uh, which brings up another note. Elon Musk actually, um, he tried to reopen his his California factories like a number of times, even when they were like mandated by the state of California to be closed. Yeah, I think I remember that. He basically just cited that COVID is not as bad as we originally thought, so it's okay to make Teslas. (laughs) Well... Yeah. Controversial opinion, <laughs> whatever. But. And, like, I mean, there was no Delta virus when he said that, but if you're thinking about things mutating, like, I mean, anyway. It's hard to know. How it, could he know that? Know. Yeah, <laughs> he he managed to have record-breaking production numbers despite those closures. Um, they also have factories in China as well, which he, 
he, he's quite hyped about those ones. Um, now with Tesla, their, their number one model, their best-selling car, it's the Tesla Model 3. Uh, it's like a four-door sedan. You know, your family could be in there. It's just, it's just a car. Definitely their best-selling model. It, it can reach 568 kilometers per charge. Um, mm. So, I mean, that's about 70 kilometers more than you would get on your CX-3, Caitlin. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Similar thing, four-door car. So. Yeah. Now, we're, we are talking now in the range of, like, it's totally comparable. Um, it didn't used to be this way. Electric cars used to barely go anywhere. It's a bit better now. Like, I mean, it's still not as good as some of the other cars that we've had that, you know, will go, go double further. your CX-3, yeah, 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 yeah. And how long do they take to charge? Great question. This can really range. The critics of electric cars will say it takes 20 hours. Don't waste your time. It's, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> um, Tesla will tell you that you can get half a tank in 15 minutes. So the reason there's such a huge disparity between like those two charging times, there's a number of factors. But basically, there's three different levels of charging. There is uh, a level one charger, which is like your household outlet, like you just plug it into the wall. Mm-hmm. That is like a trickle charge, like barely anything. With this level one charger, you're getting just 120 volts of electricity. It can only flow of a rate of like 12 or 16 amps, uh, which is really not much. It'll charge your car about three to nine kilometers per hour. So like, I mean, overnight, um, say you charge for eight hours, you're going to get like 80 kilometers at the very most. So mm-hmm. that's not enough for your work day. Like that's yeah. It's taking you nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you move up to level two. You can you can almost think of it like the USB Type-C charger. Like how much yeah. quicker yeah, it charges your phone. Like you never want to go back. Yeah. You yeah, never yeah. want to go back to those old chargers, right? That take forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But the, the level two charger, it, it comes into play um, with the bigger wall ports that like you would see behind your washer and dryer. You're like, okay, your stove. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Those are the big boys. The, yeah. Yeah, they're heavy duty. You'll get like 240 volts of electricity out of those. Um, so you, you do get, you get a bit more. Uh, you're looking at about f- 22 to 55 kilometers per hour with that. Still not very much. Like, I mean, you're going to need more of a 12-hour charge than an 8-hour charge to get a full battery. Yeah, to get it all back. Yeah, so if, like, you're a workaholic, you but come if home you, late. You, I, yeah. yeah, but if you you're, you wouldn't be driving 520 kilometers That's unless true. you're going on, like, a road trip, but during your work day. So every That's time true. you came home to charge it, your car would basically be fully charged in the mm-hmm, morning. Mm-hmm. And so that's like the level two charger. And you could get, you know, one of those rigs set up in your garage because um, obviously you can't pull your car into your kitchen and plug it into that yeah, outlet. Yeah, yeah. So you are going to have to like pay an upfront cost and get that set up in mm-hmm. your garage or somewhere that somewhere that works. Um, and then there's the level three charger. So naturally, this is the one that, that only Tesla is talking about because they have this special thing called a supercharger. It is like, you know, mega fast. They say you can get a full tank in 30 minutes. Um, and half a tank in 15. So, you know, only a little bit longer than a normal trip to the gas station, like depending on your yeah, tank yeah, size. Yeah, for, yeah. If you're doing the 15 minute. Like, I mean, most people aren't going to hang around for 30 minutes. Um, no, but even still, that's yeah, more reasonable it, it's than... It's totally reasonable. But it, it has its own problems. Manufacturers of electric vehicles actually say that you shouldn't use those too often. Save it for like a road trip or if you're in a hurry because it actually shortens the lifespan of your battery. Ooh, <laughs> so that like is not the best. The supercharger, the only one that's going to get you like 
the kind of speeds that you really want to see, yeah, you can't even use it every single time. Mm, wow. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Yes. And also, good luck getting that at your house. You're going to need to apply for like municipal permits. You're going to need to put up thousands of dollars up front to set yeah, up like a, a new grid. Though. Those are the <laughs> ones I think people necessarily need at their houses. Those are the ones that people need, you know, yeah. like halfway between here and Vancouver mm-hmm. and those <laughs> or whatever. Are the, those are the ones that you would see. So like you've seen that silver red kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Those are the superchargers. Those are the superchargers, yes. Okay. Now, almost every single electric vehicle has like a standardized charging port. Tesla has opted to go more of the Apple route and only be compatible with its own gear. So yeah, like I mean, you can so no charge. So matter what, if you Teslas have a are going to be a You can't thing. stop at a Tesla supercharger station. If you have... Um, like, I mean, Thanks, you, yeah, Elon if, Musk. If you have a Tesla and they have electric vehicle charging ports, you're going to need an adapter to charge with those. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, <laughs> like, it's hilarious. not perfect. These are some of the things that will have to be addressed if we're going to really adopt this, like, widespread. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's just, like, specifically the chargers. But when we're actually talking about the electrical grid and whether this is green at all, the answer really comes down to your local area. So... Uh, I looked at Alberta, basically, you know, as of 2019, we generate our electricity with 43% coal, 49% natural gas, 6% wind, 3% hydro, um, and like I said, less than 0.1% solar. So none of that's really green electricity. Like, yeah. I mean, a little bit of wind, a little bit of water. Yeah, and then also we are contributing a little bit to... Um, our supposed green energy with biomass. I don't want to get too sidetracked here, but essentially biomass is burning wood and trash and old oh, yeah. bits of We've tire. About we have, yeah. Yeah, yeah so well, a while <laughs> okay. back I watched this movie called uh, Planet of the Humans, um, produced by Michael Moore from like Bowling for yeah. Columbine and stuff. Yeah. yeah, so anyway, very controversial movie. The The biggest thing they touched on was that there are, you know, you know, big green, like the the green lobby, Al Gore and all mm-hmm. those people, they are promoting biomass. And there's some universities in the States that are like, hey, look at me. We're 100% renewable. But actually, their grid completely comes from biomass, which is essentially they're just cutting down forests and burning, burning tires. Which is so, like, okay, well, what's your definition of green? I, I, would, <laughs> I would go so far as to say that in no way, shape or form is that green at all all and and people need to realize that it's not <laughs> well, green like yes, i mean if I you know, burn if you burn old <laughs> it bits, is in their definition right you, now if you burn old bits of tire you're going to contribute to like the air pollution way more and then also if you're burning wood okay like i mean you can get energy from that but it's really not as efficient as coal so like i mean you could do more with less coal and contribute overall less to greenhouse gases so like i mean biomass for the most part uh unless there's some kind of crazy revolution in technology really should just kind of be written out of the equation, in my opinion. Yeah, but... Anyway. They're using it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, it is being used. People are using it. Okay, so so what you were saying about the electric cars, though, is that depending on how your area gets its electricity is depending on whether or not they're actually green. Mm-hmm. So if your area is getting the electricity um, in just more based on fossil fuels and not in more of like this progressive green energy way, then your electric vehicles are really not contributing Mm -hmm. to the green. Is Mm -hmm. that right? 
So research out of Northwestern University's Center for Engineering, Sustainability, and Resilience, they basically crunched the numbers on this and they put it on just a scale of like zero to one for greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, regular car, 1.0 out of one. Like that's mm-hmm. the standard for emissions. Right now, on average, an electric car is going to get you about 9.5 out of one. So oh. like, I mean, when we're talking marginal, it's, it's a slim margin, right? Yeah. Very small. Um, that overall, you know, across everyone, uh, plus with technology advancing, that is still worth aiming for. Obviously, it's still better. Yes, if you put that on the but, scale of the billions of yes, cars that there but, are. <laughs> like, I mean, if you're looking at it just like one for one, you would be shocked to find that your electric vehicle is barely. So if I switch to an electric car marketing. tomorrow, I am possibly at the most only saving 5%. Yes, but um, if you do have a grid, so they, they obviously had like a, a full chart here. If you do have um, an electrical grid that's more, you know, more based on, on greener energy sources, like more solar, wind, and, and hydro, um, that number can come below half. So your electric car can be, you know, under five on that a scale of one. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Just depending on where you live. It, it really does depend. But like, that's I mean, interesting. I, I yeah. have no idea. Yeah, it's not. Be like, it's a. It's a better to have people. an electric car here versus there. Like mm-hmm. that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and makes sense. And just look at the U.S. because like a lot of the data is coming out of there. They're actually um, like th- specifically with their their total number of uh, like renewable energy sources. Forty percent of it is biomass. So, jeez. Yeah. So if you're taking the United States green energy supply, just out of 100%, take 40% of that out of there and then mm-hmm. just work with that that leftover 60%. That's like the actual green sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. And so right now in the States, like, I mean, your car is likely pretty close to uh, just a combustion engine vehicle in its overall lifetime emissions. So if I just keep my car, I am actually saving the forest because I'm not requiring that 40% <laughs> of the biomass to burn down all the forests. Yes. And like, I mean, people, r- really raw, raw climate people might attack you for that. But <laughs> right now that's true. And we're only talking about the grid. This, But we do expect it all yes, to o- get over time, better. Over time. Yes. Yeah. And that's because uh, we only have so many solar farms that are only producing so much energy. But the more people are investing into those or wind or whatever, then it can eat up a little bit more of that 40%. Right, exactly. We haven't really invested enough into it, in my opinion, fully to see its full potential mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. take away that 40%. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you actually look at Canada specifically, so we have pledged to eliminate coal burning plants by 2030 in totality. So no more coal by 2030. I don't think we're going to meet that either, personally. Mm-hmm. But if we actually did, um, then yeah, our electric cars should be generating half the carbon emissions compared to like a gasoline powered vehicle. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just to back this up as well, the um, Union of Concerned Scientists, uh, they also did a report, came out with the same numbers as, as Northwestern University. Basically, small margin, but it can be better if we just clean up the energy, like the electrical grid in and of itself. Hopefully not with more biomass. <laughs> okay, I have a question, and this mm-hmm. might be out of the scope of this conversation (laughs) but okay so i saw that um a lot of the big 
climate problems are coming from these third world countries because they don't have the resources to make these solar and these wind plants. And um, so there we kind of have to, you know, get them caught up in order to make really mm-hmm. big changes. Um, and a lot of people are saying that, okay, in order to get them caught up, they just have to the skip. They have to skip ahead to get the electric vehicles basically like right now. But that's basically impossible because they don't have the charging stations and they don't have, you know, the money to put down for an electric vehicle. And so the skipping ahead is just basically impossible. They still have to go, you know, step by step. Um, to get to electric vehicles because the skip is way too big. But the only way the skip maybe wouldn't be that big is if electric vehicles became more financially available mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. Is there any, you know, hope of that happening? Because right now, like an electric vehicle seems pretty much out of the average person's You're right. price it's, range. Yeah, it's even expensive for us right now. And just to touch on two things quickly, it costs about $70 to use a supercharger station. So that's yeah, it's more than the cost to fill up your car now. Yes. And then to get a level two charger at home, it's an add-on that's like at least 500 US. So quite expensive. You're right. Yeah. And you've you've obviously touched on one of like the greatest you know, socioeconomic problems uh, to do with climate change in general. One of the things that I always like to harp on is when the Chinese government says that, um, you know, nomads on the Tibetan plateau need to stop burning wood and dung because it's contributing to climate change on the Tibetan plateau. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> China's the largest producer of coal-powered energy um, and lo- largest emitter. And, like, I mean, industrial China yeah, because is going talking... to call, like, 2,500 people up in the mountains, yeah. like, the reason for climate change. Like, come on. Yeah, you're talking about people that really don't have any other options. It's one thing if I personally have the option to go solar or might have the option in the future to have an electric vehicle. But then you're talking about people who, like, are taking away really their only option um, and expecting them to to go green. Yeah, and just in general, like, it's really hard. So, like, I mean, if people are, are short on cash, they might pick up a used car on the cheap. There's not uh, exactly a surplus of used electric vehicles floating around and charging stations. Yeah. Like, we are so far from, like, having the infrastructure in place for that even to be just kind of a leftover helpful side effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really know what we're going to do. Besides the electric car issue, one of the things that people are talking about is just, like, a huge, you know, municipal shift to making cities safer and more enjoyable for pedestrians and cyclists Mm -hmm. and like i mean yeah that that's got to happen alongside it like just fewer people on the road you know investing in public transport maybe there'll be electric powered buses soon things like that um but i don't yeah i don't know like i mean it as of right now it's just not possible yeah can't figure that was the answer (laughs) okay here's my next question so you said it costs about 70 dollars to to charge is that a price that is also uh, like is that fluctuate like the price of gas or is that just like it's gonna fluctuate yeah. it's just a standard because i'm um i i do believe it would fluctuate based on like how much juice because if you're only doing a half charge uh it shouldn't be a full 70 bucks but yeah i know but i mean like if i know like do i know every time i go to fill up my or charge my tesla that it's going to be for sure 70 bucks whereas now if i go to fill up my car it's like oh the gas prices are high this week because it's a long weekend or blah 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 blah. that's a great question really good question um essentially it it definitely could fluctuate it could because if a supercharger station is installed at like a Circle K by you, because apparently they're going to start putting them there, mm-hmm. um, well, 
it's really the Circle K that's supplying the electricity. Like that would be, you know, coming out of their institution. So depending on like the overall um, grid, mm. there so could like be fluctuations basically. in this. Yeah, there could be yeah. fluctuations in this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I think that like right now, that that's just the best info I can give is just that $70. I don't have an yeah, electric car. I haven't charged up multiple times. So you're saying um, it's very similar to like, the price of gas, basically. I think that it would be more stable. Like, I mean, gas prices are extremely volatile. They have so many different political influences. The electrical grid is a little more stable. Like, I mean, the grid never goes down because we have different sources to kind of back it up. We have reserve mm -hmm. energy. Um, so if it ever got to the point where, like, something was happening, there would probably be, like, a government, you know, regulation per area on like how much it would cost like let's say tesla wants to start making their superchargers cost 120 dollars because all the other electric car companies are, are doing similar things yeah um who knows the government then might say okay tesla you can't do that we're capping you at 80 bucks uh, but we'll, we'll see interesting again lots of unknowns about this okay so if i am not another question mm -hmm. <laughs> okay so if i'm like uh in new orleans i've heard they're maybe not going to get power for like possibly some people for like months you know because of the hurricane there so um if you have an electric vehicle there are you just like you're, yeah good luck you, yeah if you can't done. turn on the lights in your house you ain't driving your electric car <laughs> yeah and there's not going to be anything exactly. at the gas Na station yes. natural so. disasters that's that is something i didn't even think of <laughs> yeah because i mean i could get gas mm -hmm. I, my car could still run even if mm -hmm. there was an at well as long as the car was like intact and fine but technically if there was not because i heard like everyone's going to their car to like charge their phones and charge their laptops because they're just sitting there running their cars because that's the only thing they can get power with so wow. very very interesting yeah ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez yeah what are you gonna do then hey yeah i don't know obviously we're still <laughs> exceptionally reliant on fossil fuels <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah um Okay, so another component of the, the greenness of electric vehicles is actually specifically the tailpipe emissions. So mm. those have been linked to, um, you know, lung disorders, asthma, lowered lifespans in the most populous cities in the world, sometimes as much as five years of a shorter life due to air pollution, which Crazy. is largely from the population density, all driving cars. Yeah. So, like, I mean, if there's all of a sudden no more tailpipe emissions that's great for health and for public health costs yeah, air pollution alone is yeah a great reason um like i mean i don't have any up-to-date numbers but back in 2016 the u.s broke the record for the most miles traveled at 3.17 trillion mm. um so that's like i mean that's a lot of tailpipe emissions right yeah. um uh typically like a gas-powered car is gonna is gonna give you like a pound of carbon dioxide per miles traveled so a pound for each of those 3.17 mm -hmm. trillion that, that is a lot. Um, so that's one reason to get an electric car, even if you're thinking, oh, you know, it's only marginally better than gas. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of, yeah, out of 100. Out of the one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that reason. That mm -hmm. is a good reason. It is a good reason. It is a good reason. I think um, the air is really important. Yeah. Like just last week, a, a report came out of India saying like people are getting like five and a half less years because of the air pollution. And that sucks. Really, oh, really brutal. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's another thing we got to work on. Now, one of the biggest reasons that an electric vehicle can actually, over its entire lifespan, uh, give more overall emissions than a gas-powered vehicle is just on the production. Like, it costs much more, the carbon footprint is much higher to make an electric mm. vehicle than it is to make a regular vehicle. So then you look at that and you're like, oh, why are we even doing this? Like, I mean... Yeah. 
you're telling me that electric car can be more than a combustion engine vehicle in terms of its lifespan of, of carbon emissions? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, yes, it, it can. <laughs> wow. Um, really comes down to the battery. So these batteries are comprised of oh, lithium, yes, nickel, I've heard about cobalt. These batteries, yeah. yeah, they're it's nasty pulling that out of the earth. It's bad. Like, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons it's bad. Not even just the socio-political reasons of like, you know, China operating unregulated in South Africa. Yeah, stuff. So it's like, just like even, I won't yeah. even go there, but yeah, that's a problem the too. <laughs> relationship between the countries to get this stuff is mm-hmm. a problem mm-hmm. all on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other problems are that it takes like five hundred thousand gallons of water uh, to mine like a metric ton of lithium. So that's a ton of water. That like I mean that's something we also have to be cautious of. That that's a ton, right? Yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. they they shoot that water into the earth and the lithium like bubbles up basically. Commodity. It, it is, yeah. <laughs> It, it really is. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. I yes. have a question yeah, yeah, about this. Yeah. So, but what is the lifespan of an electric vehicle compared to the average vehicle? So right now we really don't have uh, too good of numbers on this because electric vehicles haven't been around for that long. Basically, like back in 08, 09, like the first kind of prototypes were, were hitting the road. And right now we're seeing them die. Like those batteries are going into scrap yards and, and junkyards and things like that. And Oh my gosh, that's really not that long. Well, true, but I'm assuming... They're getting better? Yeah, like I'm, I think the Tesla Model 3 will last you a bit longer. But here's the thing. Like the body might last you two decades, but how long is that battery going to last you? If you're only charging on superchargers... Oh yeah, okay. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot about that supercharger. Yes, thing. like there are problems with this. Um, so we, yeah, we really don't know how long it's going to last. But what I would say is that... Um, the battery, the battery issue is a problem. Um, that's really the, the the main problem. They're not lasting long enough. They're not storing enough energy long term. They're not uh, efficient enough. Supposedly, also with the supercharger, each time you do that, your battery becomes a little less efficient at charging. So that's kind of like what contributes oh, yeah, to it dying they over time. They say that about your phone yes. too, right? Yeah. Like eventually, yeah, your phone can't true. leave the charging yes. port. It basically doesn't work unless it's charged the, yeah. in. And they'll so. say it's your fault for leaving it in there too often. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I mean, we we can't, like, right now, you cannot just throw out a battery. Like, I mean, those things leak into the environment. They, they leach toxic chemicals. So you're supposed to recycle them through, like, special electronics recyclers, which are really, you know, not that widespread. Those are not yeah. abundant yeah. in your area. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there are companies and businesses working on, like, how to recycle batteries into new batteries for electric vehicles, like reusing as much of the parts as possible. And obviously there's promise there. Like, I mean, that's one of the key innovations that we'll have to work on to make this actually sustainable. Um, But yeah, like, I mean, there's that, there's just making them more efficient. You know, probably one day there will be solar panels on the roof of your electric car. So you can get like a little bit extra there. But again, like, I mean, that we obviously have the ability to, get there with electric mm-hmm. vehicles but you're telling me that basically the ones on the road right now are not quite there well yeah and it's it's got to come like i mean i don't know any ways to make the mining more sustainable as well but like i mean those, those use huge machinery like diesel powered generators and diesel powered vehicles that are they're 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 going non-stop yeah just yeah. to mine the materials that you need in your battery what does elon musk say about this Oh, he basically is championing the uh, smaller businesses that are, are working on like more efficient battery stuff. So he's he's publicly okay. said like, hey, this company right over here, I forget the name, but they're working on how to recycle batteries. They're working on how to make batteries more efficient. He's like, that's what we got to be yes. investing our time into. So he, he knows about it. Yeah. 
He's yeah. not like naive to the fact that no. he's the like saving the world. Batteries are the one great bottleneck. Time. Like I mean, they're yeah. the great bottleneck of everything right now, and and like lithium demand is expected. That that same Northwestern University report is basically like, okay, guys, lithium demand we're we're anticipating it'll triple by 2025. So in like mm. four years from now, it's going to triple. the The industry is worth a hundred billion dollars right now. Just lithium, just lithium, not even the other metals. Wow. Um, so. That's yes, we're going to save the coal, but... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to completely tear apart the earth and emit tons to get it out. Uh, but, like, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, I guess. The The key thing is just to make it more efficient. Then mm-hmm. you won't need to... Yeah, so you every time you're far. taking some out, you're... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yes. And also, besides just using water and emitting, um, the mining operations often also leak into local freshwater supplies, which poisons the population, oh kills the fish, all gosh, that. So, like, I mean, if you really dig into lithium mining, you'll be disturbed. Um, it really puts kind of a dark note on your <laughs> Tesla Model 3. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like, currently, we're, oh, mi- currently we're mining boy. 10 million tons. Um, and for one ton, it's 500,000 gallons of water. So problems, problems, problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, again, on your point about how long are the cars going to last, it is estimated that we're going to be seeing about 13 million tons of electric vehicle lithium-ion batteries going offline worldwide before 2030, like by 2030. So what are we going to wow. do with these 13 million tons of leaking battery waste and garbage that's not even usable anymore we're gonna hope that company whose name we don't know is gonna figure out a way yeah. to reuse and i'm sure there's something. parallel companies doing the same uh, but i don't like I mean, how quick is us. their progress <laughs> yes really and and this is the problem like i want to touch on this in some other episodes but it's the same problem with solar power as well like i mean we're just not quite there we can't store the energy yes so i know we, i know yeah, i know, uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah 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 so Basically, the keys to this working out, longer lifespans, better storage capacity, quicker, safer charging, uh, more recharges possible without any loss in efficiency. These are all things that we need to to get to if, if electric vehicles are actually going to be, you know, net neutral or carbon zero, mm-hmm. which due to the mining, that's impossible. There will, there will be no carbon zero. It's just, yeah. Unless all those vehicles mining the lithium are also electric and then powered off of grids that are also clean. Like, I mean, this is just... This is sci-fi too, now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, the the key thing really just to finish on is that, like, we are working towards a solution. Like, we're we're doing what we yeah. can. But we're definitely not there. Yes. Like, if, if me and you, we Everybody's switched our cars switching for to Tesla electric now, vehicles. Yeah, yeah. Like, tomorrow, you snap your fingers. Everyone has electric yeah. vehicle. It's not. What that means is that our coal-powered grid is going to be working overtime. <laughs> Apparently those can't hold like very much at all either. That's like a whole nother problem. Yeah. yeah. Like apparently they're yeah. Mm-hmm. Coal's so. dirty. Coal people want to people want to excommunicate that from our you know yeah. energy lingo. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's so like I mean, don't get down on yourself if you have an electric vehicle. You're just you're you're a front runner. And the more people you know, just like with the demand increasing in the batteries, if the demand increases in the cars, it it's just going to happen. Innovation yeah. will happen. Um, We'll get there. The batteries, you know, hopefully by 2030 will just be a lot longer lasting. Like, I mean, it's conceivable to think that we could put a battery in your electric car that will last for your entire life. Mm-hmm. And and maybe 
you know, you can put it in like if you're trading up, maybe they'll they'll use the same battery and they'll just build you a frame and you can keep that battery. Um, that would be great. But you'd have to wonder if that's actually going to happen then because then the lithium miners aren't going to make as much money. And <laughs> people want profits still. And that's true. It is true. Yeah, it is true. But I do think like, well, anyways, that's a little sour <laughs> note. I don't know if we're all just going to end the world for lithium for miner profits. We might do it for other profits, but well, is it the lithium miners that are going to do it? I don't know. It's the same thing as like when we originally invented the light bulb and it would have just lasted forever. And then we had to invent a light bulb that burnt out so that we could sell more light bulbs. Like we weren't thinking know, about saving we the planet back then. Yeah, that, that is exactly the problem. We didn't. It, it It's absolutely true that companies do create products that die so that they can sell you more products. Like, I mean, our iPhones, same thing. Sure. Right. And those have lithium batteries as well. Anyway, I, yeah, I don't want to get this too sour like you said. giant rabbit hole. Um, I hear about this every day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just want us to to be realistic about about what's possible, so that we we don't blindly go forward thinking that everything is going to be all bueno because once we all have electric cars, yeah, and solar panels, because yeah. there will be further problems to come. But again, with innovation and you know our brightest minds and us trying to like be you know use less electricity and and just you know no, the greatest example is you know. My grandma said they were so excited when they went into plastic bags at grocery stores because yeah. they were going to save all the trees from the paper bags. Mm-hmm. And now we here we are with paper bags. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> no, really. You should so, talk to like you your do have to be <laughs> You do have to think of the whole picture and just not blindly go into the new technology because mm-hmm. it might not be quite there yet. Yeah. At least do but your research. Don't just like go in without For now, we say... Uh, Go, Elon, go. Figure this out for us. <laughs> Come and... on, Elon, you can do it. Yeah. No, that's Bezos. My mistake. No, 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 it's okay. It works for Elon, too. <laughs> In this case, uh, you can do it. And that's that. Yeah. Put your back into it. Yeah. Um, and, and for the individuals out there who, you know, don't really see any way that they specifically will make any difference, you're kind of right. Uh, it's got to be the industries that, that do it. But, you know, don't, don't fret. Just... Be your best global citizen, whatever that means for you. Think about the future. You know, think about um, making the smallest impact on, on on those areas that would be the worst, and then the biggest impact in the areas that would make the most difference. And then go to bed at night and get get some sleep, and don't worry too much about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been a, a look into electric vehicles and whether they're actually green. Well, thanks, Ray. They, they mostly are. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs> Thank you.